Welcome to a La Nina winter. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton for the Storm Report. Just about everyone has heard of El Nino, but what about its opposite, La Nina? What is this climatological phenomenon? How does it work? And what effect will it have on our weather over the next few months? El Nino is just one phase of the El Nino Southern Oscillation, or as we call it, ENSO, and that's a pattern of air pressure and ocean currents across the Pacific Ocean. The opposite of El Nino is La Nina. In between is what we call the neutral phase, and in between those are the transitional phases. El Nino is a warm phase of the circulation, so we've got relatively warm air piling up in the eastern Pacific Ocean, while La Nina is the cool phase. Enzo doesn't just affect the eastern Pacific, though. It's one of the most influential circulations in North American weather. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, along with other worldwide scientific agencies, monitor ocean temperatures and air pressure all the time in order to determine which phase of Enzo we're in and roughly how long it'll stay that way or change back to the opposite phase. This back and forth pattern has been known about for centuries, but thanks to modern technology, including satellite data and automated ocean buoys and that sort of stuff, it can be tracked and predicted more accurately than ever. Now, this oscillation isn't really predictable in the long term. We may see a La Nina go from neutral and then right back to La Nina or stay El Nino for a couple of seasons or it may stay neutral for a while, or we might see a mild or super phase. Now, according to recent data from the Climate Prediction Center, the CPC, La Nina is in full swing, with good chances of it staying in place through March of 2021. Now, here's a quick look at how Enzo works. During La Nina, we get colder ocean water piling up in the eastern Pacific Ocean. Now, that'll tend to cause an east to west flow of air along the equator. That's because cold air is more dense with higher surface pressure and will tend to flow toward lower pressure. This movement of air also contributes to the movement of the ocean water below it and vice versa, sort of a feedback loop. With La Nina, we have wind blowing from east to west and that'll move surface water from the eastern Pacific so colder water from below will rise up to replace it, and that causes a feedback loop until the pattern gets disrupted. The opposite holds true for El Nino, with warmer water in the eastern Pacific and a west-to-east atmospheric flow. The warmer water near western North America will tend to cause lower air pressure, bringing more favorable conditions for the formation of clouds and precipitation for the southwestern and southern parts of the United States. With La Nina, we get colder air and water that suppresses cloud development, and therefore we get less rain over those regions. Now, things get tricky with these changes because the different effects will be felt over different regions of the country. While the western and southern states are often more dry and warm during a La Nina, the northern and eastern regions may get an increase in precipitation and a decrease in temperature. During El Nino, it may be the opposite. Now, keep in mind when we talk about warmer or colder or wetter and drier, that refers to seasonal averages since each phase of Enzo usually lasts for a few months. So blaming Enzo for any one short-term weather event like a flood or a blizzard is usually not a good idea. Also keep in mind that Enzo is one of just many regularly occurring ocean and atmospheric circulations around the world that affect our weather in the U.S., but Enzo tends to get the most attention since the impacts are usually more evident over, say, three-month periods. That brings us to the current situation. Situation. The CPC started seeing indications last summer of an approaching La Nina phase. Now that sea surface temperatures and other data have confirmed things, a La Nina advisory has been issued by the CPC. Here's something from their 
PowerPoint presentation from the 16th of November. La Nina conditions are present. Equatorial sea surface temperatures are below average from the west central to the eastern Pacific Ocean. Tropical atmospheric circulation is consistent with La Nina. La Nina is likely to continue through the northern hemisphere winter of 2020 to 2021. Now they indicate a 95% chance that La Nina will be present from January through March and we have 65% chance of it continuing beyond spring and further into next year. NOAA, like other scientific agencies, not only measures sea surface temperature, but also at various depths. And likewise, while surface winds are measured, wind direction and speed are also measured higher up to determine the strength of the ENSO phase that we're going into. With the onset of a La Nina winter, generally speaking, we can expect a warmer, drier weather pattern for the western and southern states and somewhat cooler and wetter conditions for the northern and eastern areas. The CPC provides a seasonal look and also a month-by-month -month prediction of weather trends, and that's largely based on the ENSO circulation. But keep in mind that other atmospheric trends come into play. So in other words, La Nina won't control our weather completely. We mentioned before that while ENSO definitely has an impact on regional weather across the country, it's measured or observed and then kind of averaged out on a seasonal basis over the duration of the ENSO phase. That means short-term weather isn't predicted simply on whether we're in a La Nina or an El Nino or neutral. In fact, over the years, trends have been observed that are exactly the opposite of what we'd expect from a certain ENSO phase, and that's usually due to other contributing factors well away from North America. All the various circulations are sort of interwoven around the world, and that's to say predicting an oncoming ENSO phase is usually easier than predicting the daily weather for any given city. So to sum it all up, heading into a La Nina winter, we should, on average, see more precipitation and cooler weather for the northern and eastern states, warmer and drier weather for the south and west. Now, you can track all of this by looking up the Climate Prediction Center online. Their site is constantly updated with seasonal rainfall and temperature forecasts, and those change all the time. For the Storm Report, I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton.